Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello. Hello. <laughs> no time for a song today. We've got to get to the pool. Yeah, we've got to get some serious recapping done. Serious recapping and then some serious suntan in the Saturday suntan and worlds. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It is mainly water in the air here today. Like London has turned into Florida for the day, right? The swampy bit of Florida. Yes. Yeah. There's gators everywhere. It's it's balmy. Do you say balmy when it's really humid? Is balmy mm, a humid word? Sort of. I mean, I've only heard balmy used in the context in America when people are joking. Like, they use it ironically when they're talking about the weather in winter in the Midwest. <laughs> you know, like, oh, it's a balmy minus... 30 degrees. So it's a sarcasm word. Only ever used sarcastically. I wouldn't say exclusively. My colleague, Peter, has started sharing in, in my, you know, cubicle warrior job, as it were, um, has started sharing on, on Slack all the time. Like, whenever it rains, he lives in Spain, right? Mm -hmm. Whenever it rains, he's just sharing videos now of it raining outside his window. Which I guess it doesn't do that often, but it seems to happen quite often because he's doing it all the time. I'm like, did anyone ask for the rain videos? He'll just he'll post a video video and just be like, it's raining outside. And I'm like, oversharing? Like, <laughs> the only person I want to see that from is David Lynch. Is David Lynch. Well, I yeah. replied saying this is reminding me quite a lot of David Lynch's weather forecast. But it's just quite weird. I'm worried about him. Yeah, that's... That sounds like a cry for help. I think you need to speak to HR about that. Right? And it's not just one. Occasionally, like, an hour later, it'll be like, it's got heavier. It's really raining now. And I'm like, no one asked, dude. Speaking of foul weather, yeah. um, thoughts, thoughts and prayers 
Uh, I'm really sorry. I but I don't know. Our our thoughts are with our East Coast bays, particularly yeah. those in New York and my homeland, Washington D.C. Um, or, or frankly, any of you Canadian. Oh, of course. Blighty types. I mean, it's not your fault that you've turned like New York into Mars. Don't blame yourselves. It's not your fault. No, please don't blame yourselves. No. But yeah, sucky, right? I mean, wildfires and anything like that are awful. We don't really get too much of that stuff around here. It's a bit more in like Central Europe. My sister got caught in like a wildfire, forest fire kind of thing. Um, she definitely started it she definitely because she did. wanted attention. <laughs> Welcome to Blighty Day Fiance, everyone. Yeah. Hi. My name is Michelle. I'm Robin. This is Tig. She ain't saying nothing. She's got her eyes on the flies. Eyes yeah. on the flies. It's that time of year. Yeah. Um, join our Patreon, patreon.com slash blighty day. On our Patreon, you can hear special exclusive content like Robin being made to watch the type of reality shows he absolutely hates. Mm -hmm. We started with Selling Sunset, which he actually enjoyed. Yeah, he like asked it. to watch another episode, so that that backfired Please, miserably. Sir, can I have some more? He wanted he wanted more. He has come out and said that he would step on my throat for a kiss on the cheek from Mary Fitzgerald. Mm. You heard it here first. It probably won't be the last time. I mean if you're listening, Mary. Um I'm also weirdly we'll talk about it at the end. I've I've become Vanderpumped. Yeah, to the point where I am now like reading news stories. I know it's. I think that is indeed, adorable. I'm now, yeah. I I think to be fair to all the the pump heads who were desperate for you to cover or desperate for us to cover Scandal, we are going to talk about it at the end of this episode because they've just shown the third part of the reunion. But uh, head on over to our Patreon if you want to suggest. A classic episode of Vanderpump Rules, preferably, my preference would be from the um, Kristen Jacks Stasi era, uh, because I, I still, although obviously the, this past, Scandaval is the, the pinnacle, the apex <laughs> of... Which is weird for someone that low. Yeah. Right? No, fair enough. Worms with moustaches generally don't apex shit. He is both the lowest of the low and the highest of the high, in that sense. Were you into it? Because Robins are, generally speaking, pretty into worms. I don't know if they, if the moustache would put them off. Well, you know, we get woken up early every day by chitterbugs. We do catch the worms, mm -hmm. which, is, which is one of the benefits of having to get up so early. One of the downsides is we're fucking exhausted all the time. They never say that, do they? The early bird is grumpy and tired. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right. Um, so yes, go to our Patreon and make me watch stuff I wouldn't usually watch, and then I'll start to like it, and I'll be more like you. <laughs> That's the well. The aim was to make you really uncomfortable, but now it's it's just so nice to be able to have someone else to talk about um, these shows with because I usually watch them by myself. Yeah. Anyway, that's not what you're here for. Nope. You're here for the um, before the ninety days recap, season six, episode one. They now, don't do titles, do they? 
Yes, this one's called Moonstruck. Oh, is it? Yes, which makes me wonder, are all the episode titles... Share films. Share films. (laughs) Or, see, the only reason I paused is because they could also go with Nicolas Cage. By the way, if you've not seen Moonstruck, Mm. I maintain that film is one of the greatest romantic comedies of all time. It's not your classic rom-com. It's not really a it's comedy. It's a little outside the box. No. Romantic dramedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Peeny pop. That's what your phone just said. Your phone no, just it said. didn't. It's Peenie by affirmations. It said, like, I'm de- I'm deserving of all the good things coming my way. And f- I am. Well, no, your phone is deserving. It doesn't say you are. Robin... Okay. Can you let me have one or two things? Uh, Moonstruck's very good. Uh, but it did win Best Picture, didn't it? Did it? Did it? I want to say it It did. should have done. I think it did. I think it might have. Um, anyway, if you've not seen the movie, please do. It's really good. Well, we will find out very soon if um, Season 6, Episode 2 is also named after a film we're sharing it. There aren't that many. I know. That's why I think they'd probably go more with... Cage. Yeah, yeah. I I dread to to, to find out what the Wicker Man episode is going to be about. <laughs> That'd be incredible, though. If someone actually got put on a bonfire and burned in the night, who, who would you most like to be sacrificed on a pagan altar fire? Instinctively, I was going to say Big Ed, but he would love that. Because th- there's nothing he loves more than being a martyr. So I wouldn't want to give him something that he wants. I think Danielle. Because she'd be, be hoisted by her own kind of petard, wouldn't she? Because she's into everything, right? She'll take a little bit of this belief system and a little bit of that. So a little bit of wicker. You know what I would prefer for anyone that I don't like on these shows? Is that... um People are going to be so frustrated by this. There's a horror film that we watched last week (laughs) about a group of British-made, I would hazard to say. Yeah, I think so. um, A group of guys, not not young bucks, strictly speaking, but sort of my age, late 30s, early 40s, go on a trip to the woods, um, and there's a monster... That is sort of this mythical creature. And I won't say more, but I'll just say the monster. I was on the monster's side and I sort of got it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Hey, while we're talking horror films, we watched what I. No, we're not (laughs) wasting time on that. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Right. So let's begin with Amanda, age 31, from Louisiana, and Razvan? Razvan, Razdan, she says sometimes. It's very confusing. Roxanne. Razvan, you don't have to take all your clothes off. I guess it's part of the job, right? Um, When you're a TikTok star. Listen. I I don't think I have to say that large parts of Amanda's segment were extremely distressing to me. There are a few of us now in the 90-day podcasting community who have lost 
um, fathers in particular to to cancer or or suddenly otherwise. Um, so I, I'm not going to say anything more about that. It's, no, it's just that it was a big old brick in the face, right? Yeah. And yeah. I do find it a little bit strange. I mean, it's cool. It's good. You're like... <laughs> The, the it's a big thing to but i'm sure they'll handle it appropriately but like i do think sometimes like may contain scenes of that you like scenes that of things that really aren't that much of a problem to people are often trailed before shown shows right sure but maybe mention something like that smoking for example right yeah yeah i think the fact that you have like warnings for that but not warnings for intense family tragedy that you didn't see coming because there's no hint of it in the trailer whatsoever and you just think hey here's a bunch of kooky people this this wasn't kooky no um i don't think i can contribute substantively to that uh i think people need to do what they need to do when they're grieving um, I do question her judgment when it comes to pursuing a relationship. It has nothing to do with the length of time. I think, you know what I think? Uh-oh, you're fiddling no, 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 or something. You, okay. I think that Amanda needs to follow the Hallmark Christmas movie model of uh -huh. dealing with grief. Right. I think she needs to... Open a bed and breakfast somewhere in New England. Uh -huh. um, I think and she... And just look at men making boats for a while. Yeah. Like, with their shirts off. Exactly. But she, you know what she has to do? She has to date a couple of the boat-making guys, right? And they turn out to be kind of dicks or whatever. And then one guy who makes humble boats, but really meticulously, catches her. And that's the one that sticks, right? Robin, you've got it all wrong. Oh. The one that she's meant to be with yeah. is the contractor mm -hmm. who's renovating the bed and breakfast that she inherited from a maiden aunt. Right. Who's made, who she's clashed with through the entire renovation process. Uh-huh. Okay, so right. you get you smell what I'm stepping. That's in? right. The boat yeah. making guys are the distraction. Exactly. But the real love was up. But it still builds things, makes things rough hands, right? Yep. Yeah, but right under her nose all the time. Yeah. No, you're right. It's called Christmas at the harbor. Yep. A harbor time Christmas. That's right. All the fish are wearing Santa costumes. <laughs> <laughs> Those films are amazing. Um, <laughs> um, but that's that is what she needs to do she needs to it's it's awful but like this is rebound it's it's weird right because we often think about rebound like when someone breaks your heart because that you break up with them right mm -hmm. but I, I don't know is there a word for a grief bound it's a grief bound and that is cool and if it gets you through what must be just about the worst experience imaginable then great but don't tell all your kids about this person. No. Don't have this person do video calls with your kids. <sighs> don't include them in that. Like, even he says, um, yeah, I mean, I can't replace the dad. I mean, like, I'll have fun with them and be a mate. And, like, right from the start, I'm like, wow, even Jihoon didn't get it that bad. Um, this is not relationship material 
at all in any way now he might change and grow and mature and all of those things it might be brilliant then you tell the kids but ah and the sister can see it right Mm -hmm. the sister just can't say to amanda go out there fuck him and come back and take care of your family yeah and stop involving these children because they've lost enough I mean, I think Roz Vaughn was pretty sensible in saying I'm not going to be a father figure to them because I'm not looking like that's actually that was a surprisingly mature response. It's way better than promising her the moon and stars and, you know, to be there at the father daughter dance and whatever. Like when you think about chance, for example, I was going to say exactly chance. Yeah, because if you don't watch lock up, um, there is a huge parallel between Taylor and Chance here, right? Because she lost the father of her children. Yes, that's right. Suddenly, and it tore her world upside down. But she made an even worse decision, which is to start dating an inmate who is a complete menace. Yeah. And an awful human being who looks at her daughter's very inappropriately and is creepy as hell and you wouldn't allow him in your house i don't think he's that bad this guy but it's like yeah these are not good choices no no not at all and not fun bad choices either like i can watch and and you know we'll get to them i can watch gino and jasmine make terrible choices all day long Mm -hmm. and I'm fine with whatever they decide to Although do. Although Jasmine does have kids. She does have kids, and we'll we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Uh, but we don't know who they are, and they don't live with her. And as far as we know, Gino has never been in the same... I mean, they, there's no talk thereof, right? Right. They're not included in this narrative. Maybe that made me slightly uncomfortable. Just the fact that the kids are so included in the narrative. Yeah, of course. Like showing the kids grief in such a powerful way the box uh all of that it hmm, maybe that's what it was maybe it, hmm, i mean it's relevant but i don't know that i need to see mourning children thrown into a car crash situation like this on tv that felt that's what it is you know it's seeing the kids so i i hear what you're saying i do think that Generally speaking, in the West, we shy away from grief and pathologize it and deny it and hide it in really unhealthy ways. So on the one hand, I think it's really important for people to be able to talk about grief and for us to see how difficult it is and to embrace that with compassion. Um. I think the problem is not with showing us the grief. I think what I think the problem is that she is leaving them at a very vulnerable time. I mean, what are they four and seven? Yeah. How can you do that? Well, I don't have a problem with her. Like, if she wanted to go on vacation and catch some rays and do some suntan in, in the suntan world. I think that would be okay after a period of extended grief so, with your so kids. So go for a week or 10 days. Don't go for three, three weeks. Three weeks is too long. 
three weeks is definitely that's too long. way too long yeah and also you know how you do video chats with him over the phone but now i'm gonna be there and it's like mm, why aren't they there like if if like i i get it it's too soon for the kids to meet the guy you've never even met the guy yourself but then the guy shouldn't have been doing the video calls in the first place they should not know this man exists until you have met him and vet him agreed what do um, we think of his his movie none of that came as a surprise uh to us i don't want to shame him for it like whatever pays his bills but nothing about this guy shouts relationship material in any way um so that didn't feel any worse to me actually that felt slightly better to me than you know the topless pancake uh stuff which is just so craven <laughs> so look at me look at me look at sorry me. what topless pancakes wasn't he making on his tiktok videos he's sort of doing like naked cooking and stuff oh yeah look i mean use what you've got yeah, while you have it i don't have any p- particular judgments but, about that one way or the other I, the I, actual content of his stuff just seemed really bland and boring but he does it with his shirt off okay I, I wouldn't expect you to understand. I th- I think that is that's fine. Yeah. Um and look, he's a very good-looking guy and he's not doing anything that women don't do all the time. Mm-hmm. Um I imagine he has an OnlyFans. I'd be interested to find out, although not that interested because his personality is kind of Yeah, I'm sure he's got an OnlyFans. I don't think she needs to be jealous though of of the fans and I think she's mistaken when she's like, I don't want one of these women looking at because I don't think it's women. No, I don't either. I don't uh let's move on to Riley 48 from Pennsylvania and Violet 43 from Vietnam. Mm-hmm. So just to refresh your memory um, Riley is a military vet, a jazz lover, and a cigar aficionado. The only bad thing about him, right? You don't like cigars. I hate cigars. <laughs> but he seemed lovely and, I don't know, like, I think, like, intellectually seemed a slight step up from what we usually get on these shows. Is that fair to say? I think that's fair to say. Sorry, say that again? He just seemed really smart and together and not a great big bucket of mess. And do you know what I mean? Like usually the people on on in the 90 Day of Us, and, and, and I think it's self-selecting, right? Because I think people with like... Um, careers in which they can take great pride um can't take the time out to do shows like this and also you know sure right, don't want to run the risk of losing that so it's self-selecting quite often but it's just rare that you see someone who's got their shit together that's on a show like this i mean he genuinely just doesn't seem to have found love but everything else in his life seems really nice you say that there are a few red flags. The biggest and boldest for me is that he, I, I don't get the flipping the bird no, as I, a gesture of affection. I'm, no, I'm here for that. That's fine. I know, but you, 
you called your ex an unkind name with affection for years, which I wouldn't be able to stand, which is, you know, fine. Um, I no, I don't like that. And I think it's weird not to be able to say, I love you. If you love someone, I don't like that whole, I don't find those sorts of things endearing Uh because it suggests that I, I'm going to do this until some woman comes and fixes it. Sure. Or someone else fixes it. It's, and women do this all the time. It's not just men, but him saying, oh, I, I, I don't say I love you because then it always turns to shit or whatever. You I, might want to go to therapy. Yeah. You know? For me, that was more redolent of, like, the attitude that I had when I was, like, a teenager. Do you remember, like, when you were young and you were, like, you put so much, like, onus on when you can say that word? right? Oh, I'm not going to say it until I'm sure because that's... And do you remember all those conversations you would have with yourself and with your friends about when or was or wasn't the right time to use the L word? No. No? (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm resonating with a few people. When you're younger, I think you really think about that a lot. When you get older, you just, you know, it doesn't matter. Just say what you want to say when you want to say it, right? If it's what you feel, say it. Yeah, I just... So it seemed like the attitude of a teenager, but I think he is a little bit arrested development. There's there's, there's, there's something. something going on there. Yeah. Um, which is fine. I'm not judging him on that. I, I'm saying that particular line of... Uh, that particular way of relating to someone can easily turn very nasty, is all I'm saying. But also kind of spicy and fun, I think. Uh, She reminded me a little bit, and it is not because she's like, you know, from that part of Asia or anything like that, of Sean and Christine, was it from 90 Day Fuck? 90 Day Fiance UK. Yeah. Yeah, Christine had the same sort of angular sense of humour that she has, that same, do you know what I mean? Don't take the shit, sass. Um, So, but I felt that they were pretty good until he turned out to be a completely useless you know whatever um so i have kind of i don't mind what i'm saying i don't mind that dynamic right bants it's not for you but it can work it can work okay yeah i mean i think you're i think you're minimizing something that can Here's what it is, all right? Because I've been that that girl in the past. Yeah. Um, historically, most of my friends' long-term friendships have been with men. Hetero men, in particular, tend to relate to each other by cutting each other down and making those kind of jokes and things like that. Austin Bowles. Yeah. yeah. Um, and again, please excuse my my broad generalizations. But I think that if you can only relate to someone like that, you become used to speaking to them in a certain way and real feelings get 
buried underneath it and then you explode because you're actually mad at them and it becomes i'm just saying it that kind of stuff very quickly and easily okay. becomes passive aggression which i think is yeah, really poisonous do you think it also masks like uh maybe misogyny but maybe not misogyny maybe just like suppressed rage like you you say the hostile things and like ha, oh, it's a funny thing but actually it's your it's underneath there's some truth Yes, okay. yes, that's this is what I've been saying yeah. all along. There's no there's no counterbalance. Yeah. You can't only have there's a difference between playful banter and and sort of these weird hostile things and if you don't also have vulnerability and some tender moments that's not yeah, a healthy yeah, okay. relationship. What do you think of his pals? His friends? Yeah. Yeah, they were fine. Yeah. The standard distrusting friends. I think that's fair enough. Yeah, all right. Well, we'll see more of them. What do you think of her and her setup? I mean, we're spoiled a little bit by the coming up on this season and stuff, right? So. Um. I don't know. I, I, d- I don't know. All right. I feel like it's too early for the me to say. The emphasis is mainly on him, right? Well, he's the only one that we've really met. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think if he's upset about her being on, still being on a dating site or whatever, that's stupid because nothing's a sure thing until you meet someone in person. Yeah, I think that's that's fair enough. Um, it's also possibly a funding thing, and it, again. You know, what really did it for me? He he was mentioning COVID, right? That Was that him? Uh, probably. I think it'll blurs a bit. But I, I do think, again, a bit like uh, Christine with Sean, where I think that was the situation. It's like in those parts of the world during COVID, uh, you, you were fucked, right? So yeah. if, if you knew someone like in the West that had disposable income and wasn't living hand to mouth and stuff, you reach out. And if you can reach out to 10 of them, so much the better, right? And I am not going to judge her for that. No, me and neither. It, if she found it hard to turn off that particular spigot until things are completely secure and she knows she doesn't need to do that anymore, that is also fine. Yeah. It's a privilege to be in a position where you can judge people who have to do what they have to do to survive yeah exactly anyway we'll see more of them next okay so next we have ty ray 33 Uh from california and carmella or do we yeah (laughs) um fourth wall thrown to the ground smashed obliterated mm -hmm. like they have never ever done this before i've always felt the producers have known things and not told the cast right like williams and yolanda i think that there have been a couple of of times that that's happened i think the producers occasionally reveal things to people yeah um i don't so early what i don't believe for a second is that they were sincere in their offer <laughs> to do away with the with the tape, right? I don't... Well, I think they were thinking, if we don't have anything here, 
And this is the thing. But that hasn't stopped them before. There have been people on, there have been stories on the show that go nowhere. Yeah, I guess. I, it's just they condensed everything up to that point into one episode. So what they would usually do is string that out over four, five, six episodes and sure. then it goes nowhere. Yeah. It's the fact that the bombshell came in the same episode with the, where we met him, right? That's yeah, never happened. Yeah, that made before. me kind of sad. Well, I just like, there's no way it doesn't go somewhere. You don't just put him in for one episode, <laughs> right? On the other hand, there are quite a few cast members we haven't met yet, which leads me to believe there will be a few relationships that... Yeah, but after one episode, you drop a... that. Like, I don't know, Robin. They could be setting him up to be on the single life. I, I have no idea. It was really, really weird. The, in my head, where it goes is like, because the producer goes, uh, she's a man, right? In which my, he has done, to be clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In my head, the episode two starts, it picks up exactly where it left off. And he goes, okay. That's in my head. My head canon is that it is a Jenny Summit thing. And he just rolls with whatever he's got. Okay. Like, I fell for the personality. I think they enjoyed working with him so much that they would like him to be on a different iteration of this show and they wanted him to ingratiate himself with the audience which i think he succeeded at doing just because a one he and seems done like and a we'll, very we'll, sweet man we'll see him playing his ukulele in seasons to come we'll see him on the single life or, or similar okay do you know how hard it is for them to find a sympathetic <laughs> straight man yeah yeah i mean come on yeah yeah, you're right. And he is, right? On on the American side, I mean, that has happened a handful. I, I don't even think I could. You're right. You're right. Because usually the kinds of men that get catfished on this show are like your Davids, right? Going to Russia. Was that his name? You know, the older guy? Oh, yeah. The leather jacket. Creepy as fuck. David. You know? Not David and Annie. No, no, no. Well, yeah. But no, no. Um, but yes, creepy sex tourist David. Yeah, right? the mmm. Mmm. guy, yeah. <laughs> or what was his name? Um, you know, super religious guy. Looks like Cornflake out of the Americans. Oh, you'd have to narrow it down. No, you know the what I mean. And uh, he gets out there and she's supposed to be super Christian as well, but she's not. And he doesn't have breakfast with her parents. And you remember that whole, you know, the relationship's a train that's crashed and come off the tracks. Oh, Ben. Bible Ben. ben. Bible Ben. Yes. Yeah. So usually these kinds of men are like them, right? Right. But he isn't, is he? So you're right, actually, he is, he's a bit of a gem. So who knows, who knows? But like I say, where I want it to go is a relationship between him and I want a storyline where a catfisher falls in love. I think that's, yeah. And they realise, you know, love has no boundaries between gender, sexuality. They've just fallen for each other and it's a beautiful thing. I have a feeling those aren't the circumstances. <laughs> no. um, right. Who's next? Right. So we have David, 42, from Nebraska, and Sheila from the Philippines. 
This one pulled on the old heartstrings. I'm I'm very happy that they're featuring um, a deaf person. Yep, they produced it in exactly the same way they did on Lock Up. Yes, right where the sound comes in and out, and it's it's quite impactful. Alfie, you might hear the pitter patter of clumpy not you mean the sledgehammer effect (laughs) he's not even wearing shoes he's got socks on i don't know how somebody without purposefully leaping three feet into the air and then coming crashing down onto the floor can possibly make that much noise it's remarkable anyway yeah it was well done hashtag autism um (laughs) Yeah, obviously the the Lalu um, deaf person whose name and I'm sorry if that's not the correct term um, hearing impaired person. I don't. I I'm sorry. I genuinely don't know. I think both those people have used the word deaf themselves. So. Okay. Um, yes, she was far less sympathetic. What yes. really broke my heart in david's story was that his parents he was born into an all-hearing family his parents never bothered give a shit to learn sign language i mean look i'm sure it's a huge challenge we haven't heard their side of it but what's happened is this guy has come away and that's the narrative in his head right yeah right and that's that alone is heartbreaking i don't think their side I I think it's extremely hard to justify not finding a way to communicate with one of your children. I don't see anything that could justify that. No, no, no. Me neither. I'm just saying, you know, the other... We didn't hear their perspective on it, but I can't... the, The important thing is he has come away feeling that they didn't try, right? Yeah. Almost certainly because they didn't try. But but for me, that doesn't even matter. The point is, that is how he feels. That's the trauma he now carries with him, regardless. Right. And what concerns me even more is that I I would have thought that in that time, he might have learned to lip read, which makes me think he he was just completely isolated, like mm-hmm. just totally on his own. And I can't. I can't bear to think. But he about went that. to like a kind of residential school. For, he did eventually, but eventually, not. But but again, I don't know if they're going to teach you lip reading in that place because if everyone else, is, no, they didn't. Is also he doesn't. Deaf, he right? doesn't know how to lip read. No, no one is really talking necessarily out loud, right? Because why would you? So that is not a place for lip reading. I wouldn't have thought. What you want is integrated between people that can hear, people that can't hear. And, yeah. Yeah. And look, I'm not like I sorry. I I'm not naive. Mm. I don't endorse uh going up to a stranger in a pub or a bar or a cafe or wherever and if you see a, a man who looks dejected sitting by himself, you should befriend him or go out of your way. Or her, or them, whatever. Um, but I... It's small acts of kindness, like the bartender at his local making mm-hmm. an effort to befriend and really communicate with him. Yeah. 
it makes it's such a small thing, but it makes such a huge difference to somebody who is an outsider for any reason, whether it be because they are hearing impaired, disabled in a different way, whether they're, you know, a recent immigrant or they don't speak English or whatever. Well, that's the other issue here. And and there is a class issue, right? Because this guy works hard yeah. at low-paying jobs, Yeah, right? he does. What were his jobs? I believe he is a cleaner at night or a, a janitor at a casino, I think. Yeah. Um, and then I, I think he does cleaning at a casino and maybe a school. Yeah. But generally speaking, yeah low low wage jobs right. that are labor intensive right so uh, the, the kind of person who oh i'm sorry it the day job is um stocking stocking shelves shelves yes yeah. at a at a grocery store i think yeah yeah although he seemed to be doing more warehouse kind of work but fine maybe that's around the back and then it gets to the shelves sure yeah. sure um but he was very funny about the tragedy of casinos and stuff. But he, he's the kind of guy who just goes unnoticed, right? Just completely. And then when you, when you add the disability on top of that, the isolation must be incredible. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So his relationship. He's, again, a long distance relationship with a um younger lady she's she's 31 um they've only communicated via text she doesn't know sign language uh i don't know how that's going to work she has a kid as well it looks like but where there are, they... there are hearing issues with her family too though right if there were i missed that okay um, my understanding was that the issues there was that her house burned down and then there was a typhoon. Yeah. Rough. Right? It just kept coming. Oh. Because you start off thinking, hmm, because you're so sympathetic to this guy. But then I've got to say, I was pretty much on her side. <laughs> like, I'm on the side of anyone who, Yeah. I mean, the nasty, horrible, impish, stupid side of my brain is going, well, at least the typhoon put the fire out. But uh, I, I, I neither think that is an appropriate thing to mention nor anything to revel in. So I didn't do it. Except you did. Oh, shit. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. 
Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Before I get to the couples that we haven't seen, and I'm just reading this on TV Insider. That's the only reason I even know they exist. But we let's let's talk about um, Gino, fifty three from Michigan, and Jasmine, thirty five ish, from Panama. <laughs> so good to have them back. So good. What do you think of his new hats? <laughs> um, I'm not a. I'm not a Gino stan, if you will. <laughs> I, I'm i not interested in Gino. We both had the, the same thought when he, like, you know, seen a uh, hairdresser. And he's looking at the hair extensions. And we both thought this was for Gino to graft onto the back of his head under his hat. Yeah, I thought he was going to get a Valentine-style yeah, little- wig. Well, I thought he, I thought he was going to get like a like a horse's tail, kind of a braided thing. Uh, no, I yeah, I hear that. Yeah, popping out, swishing away under the back of his little cap there. Can I just mention? Yeah, and this is this is a little inside baseball, inside cricket, if you like. Yeah. Um, I want all of you to Google Sir Michael Fabricant. Um, who not only is a phenomenal example of nominative, nominative, nominative Mm -hmm. determinism. Yeah. (laughs) I almost got there. Um, he has the wildest hair situation. It's, it's Boris Ultra, isn't it? This is a man who's desperate. He's a Tory politician over here, right? And so desperate to be Boris, but his hair is boris on steroids it's not even that yeah. it's <laughs> so i was saying to elliot <laughs> i said i asked whether so th- they recently did this thing called the prime minister's resignation honors yeah. so i look i'm not gonna d- go hey, deep they, into they politics do the, they here. do the same thing in the states yeah, it's it's a, sure. It's a it's a similar thing. Although Although in the states it's often pardoning, isn't it? Oh god. Which Look, is we're not weird as fuck. We're not going to go there. Yeah. I just think some of these appointments have longer-term consequences and maybe yeah. shouldn't be so transparently crony-ish. You and know what corrupt. I find really weird? The person that the public has decided they do not want to have power. Yes. Gets to make a bunch of powerful decisions after they've been voted out of office. That is weird as hell. Yes, because it's not just, I just want to be clear, it's not just, I look, I don't mind the sirs and the dames, the, the knighthoods, I, who cares, right? It's just a couple of letters after your name. It's the peerage that bothers me sit in the house of lords yeah Yeah. that's that's deeply troubling anyway michael fabricant (laughs) apparently has said uh in response to criticism of his what i can only call a hair scenario um someone asked if it was a wig and he said it's more complicated than that (laughs) wow apparently allegedly 
So a cross between a weave and a wig and like some sort of a curse? He looks like someone put a Cabbage Patch doll's hair on an old man. And then something started nesting in it. And then something began, yeah, something took residence in it. Right, so there's bits of straw and like stolen jewelry and that's all woven in there, right? I'm thinking it's like a magpie's taken up residence and it's just brought all kinds of shit. They can be loyal. Magpies? Yeah. Can they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Bring you gifts tr- and things. Yeah. They do stay with their partners, don't they? Do they, do they not yeah. mate for life, magpies? I, I believe so. Mm. Um, anyway, Gino could... Speaking learn- of mating for life, yeah. Speaking of... Oh, God. Speaking of local birds. Local How birds. do you like that? Yeah. Does um, anyone else pick up on the local birds thing? That was a big thing for us, right? Yeah. Did the local birds thing... I think it went unnoticed. So Gino, when they were last on our screens, made a comment somewhere along the line about the birds being local birds. Yeah. As if, like, that's a type of bird. <laughs> well, yes, they are It's local. stuck with us whenever we see... There are parrots, these wild parakeets parakeets yeah they're like neon green parakeets yeah that live where we live um it's not the kind of thing you see in britain because our 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 native animals are are pretty drab right we don't have color in this country with our fauna do we no no so whenever we see one it's a local bird right yeah it's become a big thing for us yeah yeah the local birds um gino is a gift for this kind of thing. Um, I kind of adore him. Um, but the real queen is Jasmine, who seems like she took where she was last season and has just leveled up in every regard. She is... Though the text messages, you missed it because you were like reading needing on your phone. <laughs> and we had to go back, which is a nightmare on the app because Gareth, who made the uh, Discovery Plus app, still doesn't allow us to rewind without everything crashing. Thank you. Um, but th- those, the three text messages of her getting annoyed and furious and swearing at him was just, ah, oh, so good. She's so good. She is fascinating to watch. I do understand she rubs people the wrong way. Also, I'm sorry that I was on my phone for three seconds. <laughs> Unlike you with your cushy cubicle warrior yeah. work from home job, yeah, yeah. I am self-employed yeah. and I am the only person who handles my business. So yeah, <sighs> sorry about that. Mr. Worked until seven thirty on a Friday night because you were constantly interrupted. Oh boy, what have I done? I, was, I really just wanted to dig a fictional Gareth in the IT department at Discovery. I guess he's doing like Max now, right? Because it's all one app. We're we're. Has he? Tell us if you're in the states. Has is it all that shit? Can you rewind on the HBO app now, or is that gone to all shit as well? It's a very difficult invoice. Invoice. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, interface is what i meant to say so you you had a conversation with the penis whisperer right um about how gifted jasmine's pal and now neighbor might be in the trouser department yeah yeah 
Um, and it was established, you and the penis whisperer, um, it, it's, you've decided, right? Huge. Yeah. Huge. Monstrous. <laughs> the only reason she doesn't want to be with him is because he, there are probably some acts that I won't mention because they might be triggering to some that she might enjoy during intimate congress that uh he probably wouldn't be up for oh you think you think Mm -hmm. he's he's withholding no not withholding i think he he probably doesn't like to oh yeah yeah i I made a hand gesture wow (laughs) but we won't we won't we're not gonna say where the ham was no 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 i mean people are thinking now well they can draw their own conclusions he looked like martin fry from abc I don't know who that is. You know, um, Lex kind of love. Do you want to talk the more about this guy or? Look up, love. Look it up. He looks like him. Current references only, please. Yeah. Um, yeah. I un- Look, I understand why people think Jasmine is hard work. Uh, she is doing things to her face and body that are entirely unnecessary. I think she looks quite good on it, though. Unusually, because us- I thought she was going to have more and more surgery until she started to... You know, you know there's that tipping point. The Darcy yeah. tipping point. I actually yeah. think she looks fantastic. She looks young and vivacious, like any more, and it's going to be a problem. But right now, I think Jasmine looks great. Yeah. yeah. And I think she, I think she has earned the right to be in luxury accommodation. <laughs> um, Gino always seems to find the money in the end. Well, I don't. That's think, the game they play. See, I don't think he's paying for it. Well, he is now. Oh, do you think production are paying for it? No. Um, apparently she's been, and not surprisingly, and good for her, she's been raking it in on OnlyFans. Yeah, fair enough. And I don't know how Panama works in terms of taxes, for example. Um, possibly more favorably than than it might in, in Michigan. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm... Speaking out of turn, but there are some wealthy people whose companies are based in Panama, possibly for okay tax who are benefits. funding her, or what's that got to do with her? No, sorry, I just mean that she probably doesn't have to pay as much tax okay. on that income as she might do in America. Yeah, I don't know why she wants to go to America in any. I way. don't either. It doesn't make any sense. Has she? But I was so glad they referenced the way he crushed her entire career and life, right? Because that is the central part of the Gino and Jasmine story. And let's not forget that. What he did, right, wasn't just sending pictures of her topless to his ex. He destroyed her life from the inside, right? So if 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 that, you know, worm in a wig, worm in a hat has to pay and pay and pay, He's only making right on what he took away in the first place. Yeah, but I don't think she should have to be with him. In, I think she's already more than earned that money. I don't think she should have to, like, continue to pay for it. But I hear, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. 
That's unforgivable. Um, I also think it's pretty gross how she treated the woman who informed her about that, the recipient of those images, which I am fairly confident didn't ask for them. Right. No, she, absolutely. Yeah, we've, we've seen receipts where she was unnecessarily cruel and pretty disgusting toward that woman. Yeah, but she gets crazed, right? Jasmine just gets crazed. She's, she, gets, she sees red and she can't be held responsible for what she does. It's just how she is. <sighs> yeah. yeah. I just wonder how well that would go over if she wasn't pretty. Is all I'm saying. Oh, for sure. She's awful, but we do adore her. And broadly, I think I'm always going to be on her side. Just because there's an articulacy in her rage, which is almost unmatched in the genre. She's wonderful to watch. Don't get me wrong. I want... I, I, if they had their own show, I would make the time to watch that. No question. So, two things we have to cover. Um, (laughs) Gino's penis... Yes. Um, he, it's, this is not because of her body, and he pretty much says it. This is because he's fucking terrified, right? Look, I think that there is legitimacy to that. It, I don't, I'm torn because either she's stupid enough to actually believe that it's a physical or behavioral shortcoming on her part which i'm inclined not to believe or she just wanted that procedure done and felt like you know maybe if i put the doctor on tv and say it's for gino i'll get i'll get it paid for get a discount that that (laughs) that doctor was like it's rare that a doctor is like too much information yeah they're not normally (laughs) The types to be squeamish, but this guy was, I think he was bored of the conversation. (laughs) It's like, yeah, I get it. (laughs) And also... You don't need to go into that much detail. But just for the avoidance of doubt, um, ladies and and persons with uh, female body parts, um, if you have a gynecologist who compliments you on the way you look or smell, uh, that is not appropriate. And Jasmine Jasmine was fishing pretty hard. She did ask. And what's he supposed to say? I'm not going to comment. It's not appropriate. It isn't appropriate. I agree. He seems to take pleasure in his work, which is a red flag. I didn't get that sense from him at all. Okay. I think he was extremely uncomfortable and didn't want to have this discussion at all and wanted to... Well, maybe the quickest way to shut the conversation down is just to to say what she wants to hear and move on. I don't know. I mean, would you, for example, if you were going... If you went to the doctor and the doctor handled your penis or, or your carriage you're getting excited by this conversation no i'm not (laughs) okay if it's a doctor handling you and if you said to him what do you think it's a nice penis right doc what would i expect the doctor to say 
I expect he would just change the subject very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. And if I force the issue, I think eventually he would say, I'm not really comfortable with this conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm just saying it's not. Maybe it's, it's different in Panama, though. Who knows? I don't think so, Robin. I haven't made a single Panama Canal joke. Well, you just did. Yeah. Now, uh, there are couples to come. We're, we're sort of running short on time, so I'm not going to go in depth. But we do have at least two contestants from England, which is very exciting to me. I love that you call them contestants. (laughs) Well, I don't know (laughs) what they're supposed to be. So, Statler... For real? Sorry, if you you heard noises off there, I was just uh, plugging in. Statler and Waldorf? Well, one would assume maybe she has a twin named Waldorf. Yeah. But Statler... 33 from Texas and Dempsey, 28 from England. Does he have a twin called Matepiece? She. Oh, there are two ladies. Yes. Okay. Um, well, we look forward to seeing them. Yes, very exciting. after the complete car crash that we just had on tow. Yes. Uh, then we Still have... haven't had a good lesbian relationship on in the franchise, no. right? Because we remember Berica. That was awful. Then we have Christian, 30, from Minnesota, mm-hmm. and Cleo, 32, from England. Now, Cleo is an autistic... I, all right, I'm 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 reading what's written here and not yeah, yeah. what anyone's preferred nomenclature is, but I, I think there's something redundant here. Uh, an autistic and neurodivergent yeah. trans woman. Right. Okay. Um, Do you think they filmed her for 90 to Fuck and just moved into a different franchise? Because very, very... Well, there have been British people before, right? Just Tom. Tom is the only one I can think of. Yeah, there was the the kind of the muscly guy. Was he from Scotland? Went to prison? <gasps> oh, John. Yeah. Yeah, of so John it, and Rachel. So it has happened. That was before my time, but that, it has happened, right? Yeah, he's from Weston Supermare, by the way, right. not Scotland. J- just because I don't want more Scottish people to come at us, we've no, we've fine. annoyed them before, we and have. they didn't like it. So I know. I didn't well, wanna... season two of Ninety Day Fiance UK is is around the corner. Yep, we're very I'm, excited. I'm praying there's no Scottish people because I I will put my foot in it. Oh, God, there's going to be a Welsh person. They're going to start hating me. (sighs) I remember when we first... Actually, I think it was probably our only crossover that we've done so far with Jake and Matt. Mm. And we were eviscerated in (laughs) the Sissy Squad for our... (laughs) What I think are not unreasonable portrayals of uh folks from the north of england oh boy why are we bringing this up again i'm bringing it up because i think the characters the contestants yeah i think the the cast demonstrated that they were precisely who we said they were going to be yes okay so it's fine and also also we're right and everyone else is wrong and shut up yeah yeah um 
very, very quickly for two or three minutes, what do you think of the bombshell at the end of Vanderpump 3? <laughs> <laughs> what a bombshell, eh? People that were having sex were having sex a little bit more than they said they were having mm, sex. I don't think that was the bombshell, Robin. You think there's more to come? No. Do you not think the circumstances under which those two people were having sex when Ariana was at her grandmother's right. funeral? Yeah, in their house. In their house? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not surprised. No. I don't think that it was a bombshell in the sense that it was something that people didn't already suspect or know to be true. Yeah. Um, Interesting that the tears finally came as she gave that interview right at the end. Probably because timeline-wise, this is the amount of time in which everyone knew about it and she was properly receiving. Although, actually, to be fair, in the reunion... Everyone had known about that before then because they were getting all the income from the merch, weren't they? So, yeah. yeah. But may, the tears were for herself there, right? Fine, but she did finally actually register some emotion, even if it was just self-pity. But what she was mainly doing was throwing him under the bus, throwing Tom under the bus. People on Twitter mainly, which I don't spend a great deal of time on, mm. to, to be fair. Mm. I I try to avoid it but there are some excellent writers on twitter that aren't on other platforms um <laughs> they've accused ariana of being a misogynist uh and i want to come right out to the front of that and remind anyone whose opinion might be drifting in that direction that this was three weeks after she learned. We have all had more time to process what happened than she had had yeah, at yeah. that time. Yeah. Right? So and, I... And can we also remember that she was the victim in that reunion of misogyny? Um, particularly the, she kept her shirt on, it was so hot. Right, which was like body shaming and misogyny all wrapped into one. Right. From a guy who says he's penitent. Yeah. Well, what's... If you're really penitent, thoughts like that don't even come into your head. The irony is that the real misogyny is wanting a scorned woman to behave in a certain way. Yeah. She was unapologetic in yeah. her anger. She was present in what she was feeling. And she was loud about it. And it's not misog she wasn't saying all women are <laughs> she was saying this particular woman I I'm using this word because I mean it. And I don't have I personally don't have an issue with that. I know a lot of people do have a problem with the C word and fine. I don't because I'm British and we say it all the time, right? Like like Australians. Um but yeah, she meant it, right? She meant to say the worst possible thing because to her, she is the worst possible person. That's not misogyny. No. Like I said, misogyny is calling a woman misogynistic for being, uh, for standing in her truth and being authentic and vulnerable in her anger, even when that's unpalatable to some people. Yeah. Because feminism isn't about su unconditional support of other women because they're other women. No. Um, 
I will say, and and I don't know how you feel about this. That's becoming one of my catchphrases now. I will say, like, totally unnecessary. Yeah, go on. I'm going to say it. Just say it. Um, With the exception of the living in a poo-poo house. (laughs) Poo-poo heads. You're both poo-poo heads. In a poop house. Uh, it reminded um, me of Adam Buxton. Anyone who knows what I'm talking about, uh, it go to a poo poo party, pom pom. I remind, I rewound it, or whatever you call it. I, I had to, we had to repeat it at least once because I haven't laughed like that in a very, very, very long time. That is how I would behave if I was on a reunion. That is the brilliant thing. Just undermine it completely. It was so much fun to see Andy Cohen, who who like has made a career selling people's misery, <laughs> finally be subjected to a little bit of misery. It's like, well, this is what happens. Eventually, people just when you when you've made your career out of the like the theatre of the ridiculous eventually your theater becomes ridiculous and that's all that happened right sure it was kind of cool to see james do that in a way let's just reduce this down to a playground well what i was disappointed by is i do think the left side of the room now look do i like katie maloney schwartz maloney she's not a favorite of mine Uh, She's not someone that I would have an easy friendship with. And I, I think that she, she and I probably wouldn't get along, but there's no playfulness to her, is there? Not that I can see, but I, but she's also been shackled or was Mm. shackled to what I believe is referred to in this country as a split the difference C word, a non-committal wet noodle of a man for over a decade. Yeah. And he never took her side at any time, either before or after their divorce. He never supported her in any arguments, even if if it was against someone that he just met, he could not be loyal or supportive to her. He got away with everything, I felt, in the whole reunion. I don't quite know. How, like, because it was stretched over such a long amount of time and, like, ten hours cut down to nine hours, it felt. Um, but, like, everything got so forensic. Like, where exactly were you on the afternoon? Of, but he seemed to get, like, he knew everything all the time we're pretty sure he was in the room when they were having sex let alone knew about it right right? yeah but he he, i don't know that boyish charm that he thinks he has the the, don't take anything seriously make a few gags or whatever but actually when you really look at him and how he's behaved in a few regards he seems like a complete piece of shit yeah it's pretty sinister yeah even Um, the way he was saying oh i'll have a string of you know loves for the rest of my life i don't see myself settling what he's actually saying there is i'm gonna act like an arsehole for the rest of my life and behave like someone who's very rich even though i'm not very rich and 
just everything about him is actually kind of gross when you look at it. There's some, there's a sadness in him though. Um, I mean, Kendall Roy is the ultimate sad boy spelled B O I. Yeah. Um, but there's a bit of sad boy in Tom Schwartz. Yeah. But he ain't no Kendall that I no. but I'm, I'm explaining. I, I think he's, he's hard to get a fix on because on the surface, he's muy amable. He's très génial, yes. right? But um, that's a distraction technique. It's, it, he does that so that you can't get a, a, a fix on him. It's all distraction and sleight of hand. But I don't... Mm-hmm, I don't know. Well, I, the, who, the, who knows? The, I just thought the he, came out of mine. It, he came out of it... People gave him a much easier ride. They did. And I felt that we didn't... Like, Katie and Tom's divorce was a pretty significant event in the history of this 10-year show. And we got none of that. I mean, we got... Even James got more shit for throwing a drink on him. I felt. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Who came out of episode three the worst? I mean, obviously, apart from, you know... Raquel and, and Scandival. Um, Lala came out really badly. I thought she overplayed her hand and became really, like, shouty and unpleasant. I I don't think... I think we had too much from her. I'm... And I've always been... <laughs> I've never liked her. Uh, and while I'm sympathetic to what she has endured in the course of her relationship i can't forget even though you live and learn etc etc and she's come a long way since that time and stopped drinking and whatever and lord knows if there was a camera crew following me in my mid-20s they would find some stuff that i would be humiliated to address now um not on that level but you know, certainly some yeah, yeah. mistakes were made. But anyway, the the fact that when she was with Randall, her now ex, sh- that she refused to talk about him on camera mm-hmm. for I think two years, that she got insanely defensive whenever anybody brought it up and that she has effectively rewritten history. She was so smug back then. Yes. It turned my stomach. And she Now, was, I haven't seen it, but she absolutely has the impression of someone who who was happy to, ugh, I've got to be slightly careful, but not to live off him, but, you know, it was convenient for her to let him do everything he did. Yeah. And then... When they're no longer together, obviously, I had no idea. I'm shocked and it's disgusting. And it's like, yeah, come on, no one's believing that. I I have a very hard time believing that she being the person who benefited the most from the casting couch would think that she's the only one and honestly think that she's the only one. Yeah. And there were, there were things that came out about him a long time ago, yeah, yeah. you know? It's, I, I'm not buying any of that. But again, we don't know how coerced she was behind the scenes and all kinds of things. So we can't really say, but yeah, to play the complete ingenue 
in it is is. Stupid. I think for anyone who, <sighs> with James, it's very, and I'm sorry, it it it's it is different. James getting with Kristen to be on the show, Kristen, who yeah, I guess maybe she hooked up with him before she and Tom broke up. I don't remember, but like James being 21 years old and going out with Kristen to get on the show is very different (laughs) from Lala getting involved with a married man bragging about how she gave it up on the first night and the next day he bought her a Land Rover. Um, By the way, I'm still waiting for mine. Robin. Yeah, I told you, I bought you the Land Rover. I just didn't tell you where it was parked. <laughs> you need to check the door of every Land Rover you pass. I, I, like I said, I look, I'm, and I said this before, and we're probably getting too long-winded now, but I, I'm no great fan of Rachel's, but I don't think that she deserved what she got from James and Lala to the extent that she got it. <laughs> But, I, but from Ariana, fine. That's the thing. Yeah. I, oh, absolutely. Right. I, 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 yeah, I'm with you on this. I don't know quite why they felt the need, other than uh, at some point, people enjoy bullying. Yeah, right? I think that that gave them an opportunity. Like we all want to take out all of our anger, stress, frustration, and everything, and just scream in someone's face, right? Yeah. That's a bad human impulse, but we all have it, and I think that's what happened. It's like. But that's mean girl bullying, right? Let's find someone and destroy them so that we don't get destroyed and we can take out all of the rage we have from when it happened to us. And you know, and that's what they were doing, clearly. Um, Lisa is probably the only other person I am... Again, I don't watch this show. I, I've watched these reunions. I am so tired of her smug, wise wisdom. Um Yes, everything she's saying is vaguely true and the advice she gives is vaguely good, but there is, as far as I can tell, like sage advice from someone who's never faced a single fucking challenge in her life is no advice at all. And she's kind of gross. Like, she seemed like frowny and disappointed, not in this episode, but in a previous one with Ariana for being like, I don't know that I want to be friends with you if you still have anything to do with Tom. And I think that is perfectly fucking reasonable. Perfectly reasonable. But she's sort of bullied and co Does she still control who gets to be on the show and who doesn't? I imagine so. I guess that's what it is. I guess that's what it is. Um, but who is going to be on the show now? What are your thoughts? Well, I... What do you I, think it's done? They've, they've just greenlit on Hulu, Vanderpump Villa... Yeah, some Italian thing. Yeah, I don't understand that. I think... Is that the only future now, just spin-offs and different shows? Listen, I have a lot of thoughts about Lisa Vanderpump. I've been watching... I watched her... Most of her tenure on uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I've seen every episode of... No, that's not true. I didn't watch last year's Vanderpump Rules because it, I found it to be unwatchable. Um, I think that there is a need for her to 
manage the relationships in her life so that she, A, always has the upper hand, and B, is the person who is the one that everyone looks up to and admires. And she presents it as a motherly sort of, or or like, oh, she's the matriarch and she loves these people. But when she's done with someone, she is done with them. And regular viewers of the show will remember Kristen Duty, who um, is my personal favorite. I'm not endorsing everything she's ever said and done, but I loved Kristen on my television and the show was better when she was on it. Uh, Lisa was unimaginably and unnecessarily cruel to Kristen. And Lisa's a grown woman. She doesn't need to be involved. She doesn't need to be involved in these discussions. Well, I wonder sort of why she's involved in anything, really. Like, how much is she even in this show? Well, it's a carryover. But this is the thing. I think that she, I think she enjoys being in that role. I think she enjoys being on television. She did some, I told you she was in the, she was in the, that Poison Arrow music video and she was a model for a brief time. So I think she has that unsatiated desire to be taken seriously. I'll tell you one thing, that restaurant, the decor in that restaurant looked absolute dog shit. It looked like the a theme restaurant on like a cross channel ferry <laughs> that's what it looked like you know like do, do you have like long ferry rides in the states like that might take like four or five hours no not really okay but imagine like a big boat that you drive your car on right and it might sometimes it, like you, you might get like a ferry even to like norway or something you know it's like don't think it's a cruise because it's really not it's like transportation yeah right? but for the hours that you're there there'll be like a ball pond for the kids and a bar that is significantly too big there might be a like a cinema playing a pixar movie where the seats are covered in, in snot and child bogeys and stuff but the restaurant will look like a cross between like the rainforest cafe kind of thing like foliage which shouldn't be there and like a set from local theater i think it's i think you're giving it too much credit there i think it looks like the home collection from next but 10 years ago right yep you're right with that as well that's what that's what i think it looks like but yeah i did i did see i didn't read the article yet but i saw an item that lala was trying to mend things with rachel which makes me think that oh someone put enough money on the table yes exactly Um, and I don't think Ariana needs this show anymore. No, no, she's done. I think she can go on to much bigger and better things. Yeah. All righty. Well, that was delightful. Um, we will be back hopefully a little earlier, um, for episode two of Beyond, um, because we know we were a bit naughty this week. Um, we'll do our best. We love you very much. We will see you sooner than usual. Bye.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited-edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide.